Real. This is episode... Last time my guest today was here was episode 185 in 2016, January 27th to be specific. Right. Matthew Three Bruce, years ago. Yeah, Matthew Broussard is back with me for episode 325. Wow, it's been three years. I have like seven new minutes that are really <laughs> popping since then. <laughs> and what we're going to do here for the next, you know, 45 minutes, an hour or so, is you're going to uh, go over and over that seven minutes. We're going to dissect that seven minutes and then review the lunches we just had here. I agree. I agree. Let's do that. Okay. And then we just got done talking about coffee and it was super interesting and no oh, one's ever going to hear that again. I could talk about coffee forever. What do you, what do you drink? <laughs> Uh, it, I love coffee so much that uh, here's an interesting thing. I'm glad you asked me that. I'm, I don't. I'm not hungry in the morning. Oh, I'm jealous of that. And I no, I wish I was because I would. Uh, I would like to put on a few more pounds. Mm. Like I eat and don't put on weight, but I think if I ate more in the morning, I would gain more weight. But I'm not hungry, and I think I figured out recently. The reason I'm not hungry is because all I do is drink coffee for like yeah. three hours. How many cups a day do you drink? F- f- four, probably. Okay. Hot, know. black. A little bit of a little bit of milk. A little bit of milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do I do three cups, four sometimes, but I, it never feels good. I get a lot of heartburn after the third cup, and uh, I get really anxious. And when it all crashes down, like depressed, I like there's days where I'm like, is there rehab for coffee? Yeah. And I love it. I still love it so much. I do. I switched to black because I'm a real man, and also I don't need the all the empty calories, and um, I I can't go back now. It's very sh- I, I was I was always like I used to like like well I, I'll just do a little bit of cream and not too much, and I just I just need the and now that I'm like drinking good coffee, I don't want it any other way, and I love hot. I can't do cold coffee. That's not the point of coffee to me. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, because I I look. I'm already done with this soda. Holy cow, yeah, you are. I consume any liquid you give me, I consume as quickly as possible. It's a horrible thing. So the reason I like coffee is because it forces me to slow down Jeez. and enjoy it because you can't chug something that hot. So I had a thing once years, uh, let's say about 12 years ago. It was right before my first daughter was born. I started having like panic, like anxiety. Mm. Pretty bad. And before I started taking uh, like a, a Zoloft, mm-hmm. before that, I tried some uh, homeopathic uh, mm-hmm. rem- remedies, I mm-hmm. believe they call them. And it was effective, I will say. I thought it was a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. It actually was effective. But I stopped because of the rules to make this stuff effective. You, I could no longer have caffeine in the morning. Not a white life worth living to me. It wasn't. I don't, I don't drink. So coffee is kind of my drug. Oh, okay. Uh, that and weed and Adderall. <laughs> but coffee is the one I can consume the most and I can build a culture around. Yeah. I love going to coffee shops in new cities. Um, I love – I had a bulletproof coffee this morning. I never did that. was feeling fancy, like a little fancy girl. And I ordered uh, one of the – like the not bulletproof. It's the local version of it at the adjacent coffee shop to here. Oh, yeah. And I ordered a large for five bucks. Uh, you which, won't sleep again. I guess it's the it's whatever the you know it's like with like fats it's like a bunch of fats in it so it's super oh. cr- so it's like really dense with fat but the fat is supposed to like positively affect your uh, metabolism system so that it gets your blood sugar right so it's high in fat low in sugar so it's a lot of calories but it sets your uh, sets your metabolism for the day in, oh. in the right direction it's it's you know. I'm not. I'm not saying I buy into it. It just tasted very good, mm-hmm. and I bought, ordered a large, which was just wow. That was it was like drinking a cup of oil. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I buy into it. I still just like black coffee. How do you make your coffee? Uh, well, I recently got a French press. Okay. Uh, I and I also have the old classic drip. See, machine. I've I've been doing French press for years, and I'm. It's it's like it's a great way. To make coffee in under three minutes and then spend 30 minutes cleaning it. <laughs> it's very frustrating. A lot of times. So my girlfriend makes a That's pot accurate. in the morning. She wakes up before me. And half the time I wake up, 
so a pot makes two cups. Half the time I wake up, she'll have finished the second cup already. Be like, sorry. And then I have an arrow press, press to make an individual one. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's good. That's actually quick. That's easy. The cleanup is incredibly fast, but you can only make one cup. It tastes very good. Um, but I want I want a machine. I need a machine. You know what's funny? As, uh, I, like I said, I just, I've got the French press recently. I left it out and didn't clean it out myself. Mm-hmm. And then my wife came in the kitchen and cleaned it out, but she didn't know what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So she dumped it all into the sink, all those coffee grounds. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. She didn't know how big of a mess that was going to make. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we uh, my girlfriend and I would dump the French press grounds into uh, the toilet because we have an apartment and there's no window or anything and the trash don't take out very often. (laughs) And we were both like, this feels like a toothpaste commercial because it would stain the toilet brown. (laughs) The bowl, the bowl brown. And it was crazy. I'm like, that's what it's doing to our teeth. How crazy is that? Which company do you need? You need to contact a company like uh, either Crest, Colgate, or uh, some sort of toilet cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, and it was—it doesn't stand it forever, but like you dump it in and flush it immediately, but it's still just it there, and you can you can scrub it off. But it was just so funny to us being like, "Good thing not many people come in here because it looks like we have done a number on our plumbing." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's in your diet. Uh, it's so, I love coffee. I love it so much, and I have an espresso machine. But nice. I don't really use that correctly or well. They're not as popular as they used to be, are no. they? I don't think so. No, they're good for making a smoothie, though. You throw an espresso in a smoothie. I, I, don't, I don't think they are. I um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, one more thing I want to say about that. I just had a beer uh, about a week ago mm-hmm. with espresso made into it. Ooh. Yes. That I would drink. Delicious. My favorite drink is a, is a Black Russian. Was Is that vodka coffee or whatever? What's, what's the coffee? No, that's not right. I don't know. I don't drink them. Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. That, oh, no, yeah. Irish like coffee. Sorry, Irish coffee. I'm dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bailey's. Yeah. yeah I you love, know? yeah. All that's that, when I when I do drink every, you know, two years, that's what I like to drink. Yeah. Well, what's, is there a good story behind that? I just not like drinking? coffee. No, about not oh, drinking, not drinking? Um, I don't, I have very bad heartburn, so it's unpleasant for me. Something about my metabolism means it kicks in really quick and fades really quick, so I have to, I can't just drink a bunch at once and then be good for a couple hours. I have to kind of re-energize, and when it when I come down off of it, I feel bad. I'm very bad at sleeping already. It really messes with my sleep. It wakes me up early. I just don't enjoy it nearly as much as the as the hassle that it's worth to me. Okay. And I miss out on a lot of fun things. Drinking's great. People really love it. I don't get it. I try. I tried in college. I drank in college. I was going to say, I, there must really, have been some trial and error with this. Oh, I definitely did for years. <laughs> and it just kind of when I started comedy, and I was I was around all the time, like, this doesn't appeal to me. I love you're, you're weed. You're better off. I like weed. But that's a very solo experience. And then been experimenting with the, the fancy fun stuff lately. Oh, okay. Uh, hallucinogens. And those are, those are pleasant, but, you know, you can't do those too often. Those are trending right now. Yeah, I tried acid for the first time. R- recently? Yeah, twice this year already. It was first, yeah, first. 20, in 2019 year? 2019, yeah. Whoa, really? Yeah, I tried it once with someone, well, not name, and okay. it was a very pleasant experience. And then I tried it, I uh, did it by myself because I was home for a day. I had nothing to do. <laughs> and that was interesting. I, it, it's better with people, but you, yeah. you, you, you see the beauty. I didn't really trip, so I, I took one hit, which wasn't enough to see things. But you definitely feel this wonderful feeling. Okay. Okay. Everything's pretty wonderful. When you when you did it with a person, what what did you did you make a plan before yes. things kicked in? I we, hope. Yeah, uh, we went to the beach. The we beach. Spent the day at the beach, but okay. we were very functional. It's a very functional drug. Oh yeah. I did a set the night. I took it alone. It was mostly out of my system by then, but really? I definitely kind of got lost in my act. And I had I had fun, but it was good. Wow. Yeah. And then mushrooms has been fun, but not what everyone says it is to me. I've tried it once, and I just had a fun fun time. Uh, but it wasn't like as mystic. Acid was more of a, you realize things about yourself and about humanity that, that are not like incubus stuff, but like not cheesy stuff but like we're we're all kind of connected we're all we're all just looking to, to connect with each other and, and and we'd be all better if we tried if we tried to get along like that kind of cheesy stuff why now why not 20 years ago 10 years ago i uh, never had it never I, I was never against it but 
you got to make plans. I mean, you know, most people experiment with that stuff when they're like teenagers or in there. Well, I didn't 20. smoke weed till after college. I was somewhat straight laced. Yeah. I would have taken mushrooms at that time. I think I tried to take. No, I tried to take mushrooms. So I guess I've done it twice. I tried to take it in LA and it never did much for me. So, like three years ago. Um, and then acid I've never gotten my hands on. And I don't mess with. I'll never touch cocaine. I'll never do Molly again. I've tried it once. It just does. I don't like things with a big up and a big down. Yeah. It's just, it's like taking out a reverse mortgage on tomorrow's w- happiness. <laughs> you're like all the fun you were going to have tomorrow, you get to experience today, yeah. and then you're gonna feel miserable. Right, right. It's kind of how I feel about alcohol. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you I, enjoy drinking? Not, not. Eh, eh, it's weird. Rarely. It, I had a couple here last night because they. I there's a beer that I really like now. Kona. Big, uh-huh. big wave. Um, oh, okay. They make coffee. Kona coffee. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so oh, I did, I did ironically, couple- by the way, horrible climate to grow coffee beans. I read a book about caffeine, and they're like, oh, that's not where you grow coffee. That's a terrible place. They just want to put bright logos on the on the can, but like, oh, sure. good coffee is not made there. <laughs> uh, we're all suckers, aren't we? Volcanic ash, really? Okay, but Kona coffee. Yeah, uh, the so that's a beer I like. So I yeah, occasionally, but no, I'm not a big drinker. Uh-huh. And that's just and that's physical reactions of I get terrible or have gotten terrible hangovers. You know, not even just headaches, but stomach aches. You know, like physically being sick. Yeah, not, my body just doesn't cooperate with uh, heavy drinking. And sometimes I'm, even light drinking. I'm impressed with people who drink are good at drinking. I would never have that ability. And everyone, my, my brother's a good drinker. My dad was a good drinker. My mom is a terrible drinker. But like, seems cool. It's such an easy way to stay healthy, though. Of like, when I look at like my friends who are trying to diet and they just have a couple drinks every night or other night, and you know what I mean, as part of you know their nightly routine. It's like, if you were trying to cut weight, I could cut three thousand calories a month out of your diet like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's and that's a pound of fat a month. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it helps me get, get towards a better diet because there's just no there's no healthy way to drink. One of my part-time jobs, Matthew, is selling... I'm a beer man. Cold beer here at, cold beer. at um, various sporting events around town. Uh-huh. Football games, hockey games, et cetera. So thank goodness there are heavy drinkers out there. I know. It's my, it feels like most of humanity. It feels like I'm in such a weird minority that I can't enjoy it as the way other people do. Yeah. And some, sometimes I'll have a beer and I'll have that, that, that buzz kick in. I'm like, oh, this is a good feeling. I also don't like who I am when I'm drunk. I feel like I'm the worst version, the worst person. Hmm. My my wife loves when I'm drunk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend likes when I'm drunk too because it's such a rare thing, and she enjoys drinking. Isn't that a funny thing? Yeah. <laughs> and she always makes fun of me for being a lightweight. It's like I outweigh you by th- like thirty or forty pounds. Yeah. You don't actually, you can't actually process it better than I can. That was the thing my dad insisted on. He was a chemist. He was like, no one has a chemically higher tolerance. Mentally, you might know how to handle being drunk better, but. This amount of alcohol will lead to this BAC, and that is an equation based on your body mass That's and correct. nothing else. That's correct. And, and body composition. But it, it, it's silly to think that, like, when there's, like, some 115-pound girl being like, I can drink just as much. You're like, no, one of us will die sooner. Did he ever bring up the uh, – because uh, with that job, uh, every few years we have to go through these uh, classes to re-acquaint you know, acquaint us with, you know, BAC and how mm-hmm. people – you know, and all that – is created and whatnot. Um, and then they always give us the fact about how, on average, women have more body fat. Mm-hmm. And that has, to, has an effect on metabolism and, and whatnot. And, what effect? And uh, But uh, let me finish. It was um, going home to then tell my wife that. Women don't like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that <stat laughs> That's funny. Do they stay drunker for longer? Uh, is that why? It happens quicker, I believe. They get drunk quicker? Yeah. Huh, because of body fat. Mm-hmm. I think body fat would store it and slow down the circulation so you get drunk you know or slower. You probably or longer. know better than me, but it, no, I don't know. I don't know, but that, I'm going to look that up. Uh, I know it has a, uh, an, an effect where it uh, it's it uh, accentuates, not accentuates. It's not a good thing. No, as far as you know, not being drunk or hiding your drunk drunkenness. I would when I was uh, when I was low. Well, when I was drinking, and I was, I was, this one, I was swimming a lot, so I was very low. I was low body fat, very lean. So I would get drunk, and then it would just 
disappear. It would just go away like that. I would get drunk and then get undrunk very quickly. Yeah. It's very frustrating. I don't know if you remember, you and I uh, talked about swimming the mm-hmm. one other time you were here on the podcast, because I was a swimmer uh, as well. Can you remind me what your event was? I uh, was pretty good at the backstroke. Fun. And, I mean, I did a little of everything. The you know freestyle, probably the weakest, only because the... So much more competition in that yeah. event, yeah. right? Everyone, yeah, everyone. That's the first thing you'll learn, right? So, uh, but mostly backstroke. I am a little bit. I think I, I told you that one time I pushed super hard, got out of the pool within two minutes, was vomiting my guts out. Yikes! Pushed it so hard. Yeah. Two I am or four? Two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah. So yeah. not even that far. <laughs> well, that's a that's a nasty one because it kind of is a sprint. Like, because weirdly, a two minute race shouldn't be a sprint, but because when you switch strokes, you are like you get like slightly refreshed, so you can go so hard for the two IM at least yeah. short course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you're you're gunning it each each fifth you're doing at your hundred pace for that stroke is what it feels like. Yeah. So it's it's nuts. It's like it's fun. It's a fun event because there's so much change going on. It's, it doesn't hurt as bad as like hurts so much less than a 200 breaststroke or a 200 backstroke. Oh yeah. Uh, but so how much are you getting in a pool? I'm not. I, I kind of quit when I moved to New York. When really? my shoulder recovers, I'll get back in because it's so hard to find a team in a pool. But once once I heal up, I'm gonna start doing it because I need I need to take a break off my hamstrings. So okay, a lot of things came out right there. When did you move to New York? A uh, year and a half ago. year and a half ago. What happened to your shoulder? Uh, injury from lifting uh, slowly over time, and, and the doctor looked at it, and I had to get—I got surgery, so I can't lift my arm up right now. Oh. I just got out of a sling. I kind of should still be in it. Oh, wow. Uh, but they had to go in and put two screws in a fractured bone and stitch up a torn labrum. You were living with a fractured bone? Yeah, for a year. For a year? Yeah. I... It, it was It was annoying just... It was a, it was a slight pain if I lifted my arm overhead. It hurt more when I it hurt when I exercised, so it was kind of nagging. Um, but yeah, for surgery. Yeah. I... Yeah, it's like uh, you can see it's a three inch long scar. Oh yeah. Yeah. With a couple other little scars around it. But... Damn. Yeah, hope to get back to health. You know, I'll be grateful for whatever I can do again. Surgery so, sucks. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm. Uh, I've two daughters and my second one has shown a little bit of interest in getting into swimming mm-hmm. she's in sixth grade okay. i reached out to a local uh club yeah and immediately dead end for me i got completely discouraged because Why? it seems super competitive and i have a feeling we're not gonna be able to afford it it's a lot and so i'm always, i'm thinking we're gonna wait until the school has a team Mm-hmm. And then just go that way. Because yeah, I, it's. I don't think we can afford it. I don't know. I did it for one year in sixth grade. I just asked my parents uh, about a week ago. I said, "How did we do that? We didn't have a lot of money." And I remember there was, you know, uh, I mean, I know you had to pay for it. It wasn't part of the public school I went to. How yeah. did we? Pay, how did you afford that? And how long did I did it? Did I do it? I don't remember a lot about it. They said we stopped uh, because they were forcing us to get sponsors. Does this sound like anything you've ever heard of? No. Apparently, they're making, like, all the parents were supposed to go out in the community and find sponsors for the swim team. No. And my parents were like, I'm not. No, it's just like 200 bucks a month now to join a good swim team. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's your life. If you're doing a year-round swim team, it's just, you know, summer, you can find summer leagues that are fine. But if you're you're doing, like, real swimming, like trying to go, like, potentially swim collegiate, you're swimming with a team a couple times, you know. More than seven times a week. A lot of times you do doubles. It's just a lifestyle for them. Yeah. Actually, my girlfriend was on a club team that only swam once a day, which is rare. But she drove all the way to, I think Massachusetts uh, from Rhode Island, and but was swimming two, three hours a day. It's just how you do it. Yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> Lori Kilmartin was here a few months ago, and yeah, she we've swam together. Yeah, you told me that last time. She's yeah. Still into it. She yeah, found she's really into it. She makes a website cataloging good pools because there is no resource for finding places to swim. Oh, I don't remember. When I go to a city, that. yeah, she was doing it. I don't know if she ever. Maybe she was just cataloging them for her own inventory. But she did a good job of figuring out where you can find it. Because if I want to go to a swim workout, she today, found one here. Yeah, yeah. It would take me an hour of just googling and calling to figure out a place that would even allow me in for who knows how much money. They might charge me twenty five dollars just to go in and swim for an hour. Yeah. But and who knows their hours? What times teams are practicing? You can never. Get Get in, in touch with someone. It's very 
frustrating. I don't know why it surprises me so much, but I think that's so cool that she's still like going to finding a place in a town where she's only there for a day, two days, four yep. days. That's so cool. I used to do that on the road. I used to always have to find a place to swim. Wow. And then now I don't. <laughs> now I just try to lift weights if I can't. Or now I just try to use the Stairmaster because I can do nothing else. So Well, I, I know the pool over at that hotel you're staying at is an outdoor one. So Yeah, well, and you need, yeah. <laughs> and hotel pools just don't cut it. You have to find an aquatic center. If you want to get a workout, you need to be in a, a like regulation pool with lane lines and yeah. proper depth and yeah. everything and proper temperature because a lot of times if you find like a community pool they'll have it like 85 degrees and you I was can't, gonna you ask can't you work that. out do you have a this is super in-depth nerdy swimming stuff but do you have a perfect temperature for a pool for you to swim 80 is nice if i was in better shape maybe 76 would be nice or 78 but like 80 to 82 80 to 82 at the most but once you get over 82 i've had 85 86 87 probably 80 Maybe 87 degree workouts where you're just, and it's such a, it's such a, you can feel every degree. And 87 is, once you, 87 you get in comfortably, which is a bad sign. It should hurt getting in. Yeah. And then you're just gasping, your head hurts. It's a um, weird phenomenon, sweating in underwater. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. And uh-uh. then I think I've worked out in like 73 degree water, 72, 73 degree water on a day that was in the 40s because the heater broke. So we were swimming outside and oh, I, no. wore, I wore a blue seven. I wore a bodysuit because um, I knew the heater was broken and we swam just nonstop. It wasn't like a workout was starting and stopping. I remember the coach just said, you're basically going to do uh, an interval, an aerobic interval set for an hour. So you're resting 10 seconds every two minutes or something like that. And I never got warm. I got out still shivering. Like, I never adjusted. It hurt. So it was... Oh boy, yeah, that was unpleasant. The sh- the, the shivering is yeah. something that's hard for me to get over sometimes. It scares me even to, to go sometimes. Yeah. Like to this day, I was like, still. I want to go to a pool, pool. It's too cold. I can't get over it. You got to dive in. I still am bad about that. I still like jump in or inch in, and everyone, my roommate used to just be like, "I hey, I can't watch you do that. Just <laughs> jump in, just do it all." Which right, shows right. why I'm not a successful human. <laughs> um, but just jump. No, it in. doesn't make it better by inching in. No, it makes it way it worse. Way it makes worse. it way worse. You dive in, you just scream once, and then after a 50, you're probably good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's set, we, uh, my, high, my, my club team in high school was 76 degrees, and that was always like, ugh. But if, you, if you're racing in that, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what you want for a competition pool. You feel so fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, let's talk about some of the changes that uh, in your life since the last time you were here. Yeah. One is, of course, has moved to New York, as yes. we just briefly mentioned. Why? Why New York? My girlfriend got a job there. Girlfriend got a job. Yeah, there. so she. I met my girlfriend. Shortly. Wait, is the girlfriend? Uh, was she around? She's new. She's new. So no, I met her in March of 2016. Okay. And she was living in Austin. I was living in LA. We met through Instagram, and um, we. Uh, we wanted to, after a year of dating distance, um, we wanted to live in the same city. And I told her I can only live in New York or L.A. if I wanted to continue doing my job. And she said, well, I'll look for jobs in both. And I say, okay, uh, whatever job is best, I'm not going to tell you which city I prefer to live in. Just, you know, pick whatever's best for you. Thank you for going to those two cities. Yeah. She found a really good one in uh, New York. And has since changed to a really, really good one in New York. So she's killing it. And she Clearly must have had a job that uh, is everywhere. Uh, no, she was a pro swimmer, so she, when she retired, she was just looking for jobs. Okay. Yeah, and she had uh, she had experience at a tech startup, so she works in sales for cybersecurity. You know? Oh, okay. So a startup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How's your? In- you got a safe internet connection? Net connection at home? Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of our passwords are password. Is this like um, like LifeLock guy that put out his social security number? Yeah. She works for companies to establish whole networks of, of how they can stop from getting hacked and everyone buys that now you'd think it'd be like people it, 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 like Kohl's Banana Republic might need to hire you know buy, buy this because someone could break into their system and ransomware their system and be, yeah. be say well delete your hard drive if you don't send us this many bitcoins people do it it's called wanna cry there was a big viral outbreak in um, UK shutting down hospitals Jesus yeah this guy's so, are dicks. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good industry to be in. These guys are complete dicks. So we moved to uh, New York a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, no, two years, uh, almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like it. it. It was I was secretly hoping she'd pick New York because I had no reason to move there otherwise. Okay. Um, 
and I'm doing a lot more stand-up. That's it's what I was going to ask. So how everything. was it for your career? I got past to the seller, so it's just been amazing for my stand-up in terms of my performance, in terms of the, the, the credit I get for being a stand-up, uh, in terms of touring even. It's great. It's really great, and I'm doing more with Comedy Central. I'm doing more in general. I'm just busier. It's great. I've been, I've been really making a living as a stand-up. Um, the, the process of getting passed at the cellar. It was very different for me. I, um, I was trying to get Jeff Ross to recommend me, and he was about to, but then Comedy Central kind of messaged me out of the blue saying, we're shooting this pilot there where we have comedians come up and talk about the news. You want to do a set on the pilot, and in doing so, showcase for the club. So Comedy Central pushed me through. Oh. Yeah. What, so, which show was that? This Week at the Cellar, which oh, I did which it for the pilot. Which you've been on. Yeah, and since I've been on the show, yeah. But that was uh, a year ago that I was on the uh, pilot, and then it took a couple months, and then they bought the series. So, Did you think that it was going to go to series? It seemed like a very ambitious concept. I, I'll be honest. Why at do the you time, Because I think it's gr- I've you, you see it now and how well they've made it. And yet now it's undeniably an amazing show that I enjoy watching. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, it's just everyone's, everyone's tried to do a like, stand-up but about the week kind of thing. And it's so hard to write. It's so hard to perfect it in the time. But they just have so many comedians Yeah. that it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's it's really a cool concept, and uh, it's uh, it's been a really uh, tough writing exercise for me because I have to like write the day of a bunch of stuff about the week, and sometimes I'll just fall back on jokes I have on the subject already. But I like sure. to write about the week, and some people are very good at that. Yeah, I wish I was better. The people that are really uh, that were probably already good at that, like on Twitter. Right? Yeah, or Twitter. But m- making a bit is so hard. Making a stand-up bit, having the wording and timing down when you only get to try it once or twice before, if that. Yeah. Roy Wood Jr. is good at it. Sam Morrill's good at it. There's a lot of people who are good at it. I'm really jealous of that skill. Um, yeah, those two in particular, though. Sam Former Moore, no laugh Sam track Moore, guests, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Roy Wood Jr. special is coming out. Yes, this week. Yes. Oh yeah, we briefly talked about that. Yeah. You're you're in some promo for it. Yeah, you had me do a sketch that was a promo for the show. People can see that on your Facebook page, Facebook, Twitter. They can see it on Comedy Central's or Roy Woods. It's very funny. He did a couple sketches. About his bits. Okay. It's a really clever way to promote it. Very cool. Um, kind of, uh, I like asking this to people. What type of place do you live in in New York? We, I lie on stage. I'm sure it's not huge. It's not huge, but it's very nice. We're both spending, like, neither of us could afford it on our own. We moved. I don't have roommates anymore. I lied and said I have roommates. So it's just me and my girlfriend. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, But I keep it for the bit. Um we live in Fort Greene. We live the base level of our apartment is half a Whole Foods, half an Apple store, and we oh live above God. it. It's 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 a it's a what is a this? citadel of gentrification. <laughs> um, um, it is an ivory tower, and it's so nice. We have like a a, a, a workout floor. We have. It's really, it's really convenient location. We're on top of Atlantic Station, which is is maybe the biggest uh, confluence of subway lines in New York City outside of Penn Station. Okay. Or, or maybe Union. It's definitely the biggest outside of Manhattan. So I mean, super we convenient have like, to get around. We have like twelve lines running through there. Yeah. You can get everywhere. Uh, we can get everywhere. Nice. Um, pretty quickly too, because there's it's an express stop, so we can get to. Um, yeah, we can get to the city in like twenty minutes for most everything we need. Sometimes a little faster. Nice. Um, but it's it's cool, and we have, we have enough space for the two of us. We have TV, a pull-out couch. Our last place, we had a lot of room. Our last place, it was three bedrooms, so we had a downstairs that wasn't technically livable. So we put a bed down there for guests to stay. Uh-huh. We had a backyard, and we were on another line that was really nice. But the L, the, the line there was supposed to shut down, so we moved out preemptively okay. to not deal with all that. And as we talked, uh, you, oh yeah, you get around with no car. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all lines. Uh, I, I don't. I don't ever want a car. Having a car, I love not having. Did you a have car. one in L.A.? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For years, it was the same one I had in college. So it's nice. It's nice to be done with cars. Mm-hmm. It's just it's you're always worried about where it's. Especially in L.A., I was always worried about getting towed or you know getting to the airport, right? Or inspections and and like I had so many nightmare incidents with my car. I'm so glad it's done. Yeah, maintenance. Fuck that. You know what I think would be a good time uh, before we continue on? I got a whole list of stuff here. Let's do the promo thing I told you about. Okay. Uh, if people want to come see you, obviously they call 
the club or go on the website to buy tickets, but specifically if they want to come to the 10.30 show Friday night, uh, this Friday night, if they want to come see you for the 10.30 show, they can call the club and how, what do we want to use for, for a... Uh, for uh, like a passcode you got one swimming should we have people say vulva swimming? <laughs> vulva yeah let's do it okay vulva v-u-l-v-a vulva <laughs> v-u-v-l-a you just reminded me of something i got I'm glad you brought that up so you call the club v- 612 no, v-u-l-v-a yeah yeah v-u-l-v-a sorry call the club 612-338-6393 if you want to go to see come here see matthew broussard friday night 10 30 for five dollars what yeah i know Tell the club, whoever answers the phone, Vulva. Yep. <laughs> Vulva, and you will get $5 tickets. And there <laughs> you go. That, uh, so I came here to, I came to the show last night with mm-hmm. my wife, and on the way home, we talked about the show, and it's, you won't be surprised to hear this. She was so impressed. Oh, thank you. By your knowledge of the female reproductive system. Ha! <laughs> well, thank so you. So impressed. Was I talking about the history? Because I do, I do, I don't do the old the the vulva G spot bit. I do. No, you didn't. That. I've heard you do. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Other places. There's just I was trying to. It just came up of how recently all this stuff. Oh, the IUD joke. Yes, yeah. the IUD. Well, that joke's just about how little I know. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not how she took it. But oh, that's cool. Oh, Thank uh, you. Even the. Um, and I had to actually, uh, you say something on stage about uh, douches. Right? Yeah, I talk about how, yeah, it's, it's just the funniest thing in the and world. she goes, you know, what he said about that, not a lot of people know that. I go, honey, I, I think they do. I go, I knew that, but I don't go around, we don't go around talking about I didn't, people I didn't, using them or not using them. I didn't realize they were, they were, they're panned universally by okay. doctors. There's just no one who, it was just like, I mean, you can find ads for them in the 80s. And I don't know when they basically went out of vogue. With, oh, like, yeah, there were TV commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, it's horrible. It's just terrible. Um, yeah, the you if you would have been a, a, of an age to do doing comedy in the eighties, you would have had uh, you know feeling not so fresh down there joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> Wait, so let's just make women feel ashamed of their bodies, which can create life. <laughs> so you, uh, you, you, she didn't see you last time you were here, so you made a fan out of my wife. Oh yay! So congratulations. Thank you. Um, another thing you've done since the last time you were here is you uh, you're on Conan. Yes. Was that after? That was that summer. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. 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 I did Conan that summer, my half hour that summer. Yes. Conan went very well. I was very happy. It was really positively received on Reddit. So I got got some attention from that, and that was nice, and that was kind of what... That was the first time people saw my stand-up on a large scale, and it was... It changed things in a really cool way. Good. Yeah. And that Good. went that went up to the front page of Reddit a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago as well, just kind of getting recycled. Now, I should have looked. Uh, I, po- I put all of the episodes of this podcast, uh, in addition to where they are, you know, all over the place, Podbean, iTunes, and blah, 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 everywhere, laughable. Mm-hmm. I, also, I also record a version. I put it on YouTube. It's just mm-hmm. audio. There's no video. Cool. But you can also listen to it. Uh, on YouTube, for some reason, Matthew, the one that you and I did, something happened in the, in maybe it was about two years ago or two and a half years ago, but it went from like this little do 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 a couple views to hundreds in one day. Huh? And I don't know what happened with I you. I bet it was. I bet it was. It was the Conan set it, or roast battle. It may. Yeah. I think it was before the roast battle stuff. Well, I've done a couple seasons of roast battle. Yeah, I wonder if it was one of those. But I, I was like, my, what? I don't know what he did, but holy cow, there was some huge spike. Well, that's so cool. Thank yeah. you for letting me know that. Yeah, I should look it up. I'll, yeah. I'll try and look it up. I'll let you know. And Either then I before did before yeah. we leave here or later. I'll let you know. Yeah, and I also did second season. Well, I did. I've done uh, the, all the roast battles, but the second season was when I went to the finals. Yeah, I watched was, it all those. I love yeah, that, that show. Very it was great. Exciting. Yeah. How did tell how how why, how did you get to participate in that? Oh, not by choice. I got I got asked to be in it during Montreal when I was a new face in 2015. So. Um, I couldn't say no. I felt like backing down would have made me look weak. So my goal was just to lose and bow out because it was a bracket. And the other person's goal was also to lose. <laughs> so I didn't lose hard enough. I lost at losing. I won. Um, and from there, I realized that it was the stakes were kind of high and everyone was watching. So I wanted to do well. And the next night, I did a little bit better and won. And the next night, I, I was like, well, this is I, this could really be 
a lot of visibility for me here at this festival. So I tried again and I won. And then I went to the final against Jimmy Carr. And I tried really hard and lost. But by that point, I had been seen by most of the industry doing this thing that I didn't know how to do that well yet. But uh, I've done it a lot since. I like it. I, it's uh, it's exciting, and they've had me back a lot, which has been really great. It's very fun. It's very fun to write for. It's just a joke writing exercise more than anything. Yeah. How uh, is there? Is that coming back to television? I'm sure in some form it will. Okay. Uh, I've heard rumors of doing something. They'll never. Jeff's got just this beautiful empire between the roasts and the roast battle and road roast battle. I'm sure he'll do something. I haven't heard rumors of it yet, but they also did historical roast on Netflix, which I I don't know if that has that come out yet. I haven't heard of that. Okay. Well, it must have not come out yet. Historical oh. Roast, which is, uh, I, I didn't get to be a part um, because of some uh, scheduling issues, but I'm sure it's going to be great. And I love what Jeff is doing with that. I love, I had, um, I, I was working on a pilot this year, um, and it was my it was my dream pilot. It's something I've worked at for a very long time, a concept I've had for a long time, and I got some incredible talent behind it, and I had my favorite network purchase the pilot, we shot it, and then it didn't go anywhere. So I didn't I didn't achieve it. I failed at it and I posted a status saying, Hey, I know I post a lot of my successes on here, but I just, you know, what you don't see is that the show that it was everything to me, uh, you'll never get to see now. And in lieu of uh you know, condolences and praise, uh, I request you only insult me. <laughs> and I got dozens and dozens of friends and people just roasting me. And it was so much more cathartic. Really? Than anyone saying any hollow praise. It was so much better to hear people say stuff. Because to say something mean, you have to really think about When you say something mean to a friend, you got to... It takes more care, especially if it's in the form of a joke. Then you really got to think how to make sure it's funny but still attacks them. You know what I mean? So it, it shows more. I, I just find sincerity to be very cheap. It's rare that someone says something really sincere. I'm like, wow, they must have worked really hard to think of that. No, you just gush praise. To insult someone, you got to be clever. You got to find where the weak points are yeah. and how to poke it without not being so blunt and that you look like a dick right. and not being so light that it doesn't sting. You, it's a good a good insult is really and, and to face your fears to hear the, the the worst that people have to think of you and say about you and then you realize oh that was it that's it that's all that's it now that i have to now that i'm now that i know what my weaknesses are and how people perceive me well it's not nearly as bad as i was worried about yeah. and i can live with that and you, it's so much it's so freeing and healing and i love that about roasts was the fact that uh what you told uh, me just a few minutes ago about where you live with the Apple store and the Whole Foods. Was that fact out there before you did your last roast battle? No, no. <laughs> uh, no. I think I, that's some material for somebody right that's there. That's something, yeah. <laughs> I am, I am, yeah, I am gentrification incarnate, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched, because I did watch it uh, when it was new, uh, but I also watched back a couple of the segments just in the last couple of days uh, in advance of you being here. Yeah, they, he, you, got, you got, took it pretty good. Thank the you. last one with the what's his name Frank Castillo? Frank yeah. yeah I fumbled one word um, I uh, last time I was here actually I recorded a tape they record your sets here which yep. is really which why it's such a great one of the reasons why it's such a great club and that I used that tape to get my Comedy Central half hour actually which I have since I'm not doing any of that material oh okay three years later yeah but yeah and that was in 2016 that was in 2016 yeah I shot that in June and then I got Conan a few weeks later and then the half hour like aired so the half hour people saw later the oh. Conan set was done later but seen first okay yeah okay you know uh, towards the end of uh, the last time we recorded you mentioned uh, well I'm really hoping to put an album out within the next year maybe in a year I did yeah I put out Pedantic with my uh, half hour I didn't realize I was that close to an album at that point. Because now I'm I thinking... Think the way you, that's what I'm saying. This is what you talked about. It's it, been like, three yeah, years. Kinda, I think maybe in a year. It's but been three years. I want another two years before I put anything out. Because I like what I have. I have about 45 of strong stuff right now. But I would love to have an extra. I'd love to have some cushion. Like, okay. I'd love like an hour 20 so I could save 20 for the road. Okay. Yeah. But you're doing a lot of road stuff. Right I'm doing now. a lot on the road, which is great. You just write so much more material. I was already going up a lot in New York, and I've just been doing a lot of clubs, which is fantastic. 
Where did you uh, record? Uh, where'd you record the album? At the Laughing Skull in Atlanta. Just because it was a good room, it was only you only needed ninety people for it to feel like uh, a theater. Oh, wow! So it's a small, small room. So and you're happy it with out. it? Yeah, I mean, as much as a person can be. Uh, it served <laughs> me well on Spotify and Sirius. And what's cool is now when people come to shows, they won't hear any of that minus like two minutes okay. that I need for setup. But okay, can we say what you have going on next week? I mean, they said it in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because uh, I announced it tomorrow, but I'm allowed to announce it now. Yeah. Okay. Should I say it or should you, you go say ahead, Go for it. Oh, I'm going to be on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon on February 1st. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, what do a you, week from Friday. Friday. Yeah. 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 Nice. And it'll be your first Tonight Show? It'll be my first primetime late night set. Or uh, primetime network. So, um, so... Yeah, I've never done any television audience that big. Okay. Yeah. And so people can probably hear some of that. You're, you're tightening that five minutes right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm just trying, yeah, just getting, trying to get it right perfect. You'll hear it. If you come out this weekend, you'll hear, you'll hear that material. You'll probably hear that material for like a couple more years because I'm not retiring a five-minute set. No. That's why would you? I put it a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you met Jimmy Fallon before? No, no. I've gone to a show though. I've gone and watched a show there. My girlfriend got tickets and we watched it. Oh, okay. As audience members, just a ran, just as a random audience member. Actually, if you go online and look up uh, "No Tears Left to Cry" by Ariana Grande, the Jimmy Fallon performance, you're in the. Comments. I am front and center at the beginning and end of that. I was sitting basically next to Jimmy. I am like I am very visible. I had a couple friends message me being like, "Whoa, was that you? Was that yeah?" <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so this is my second time on Fallon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, could you mention that in your five-minute stand-up? No, no room. No, no. I got I to run it airtight, yeah. Oh, it'd be funny, man. I've always wanted to open up a late-night set. And just like, hey, can you, I'm, if you guys could, like, try to not talk, I'm recording this set for Colbert <laughs> to submit to the Colbert Booker. I've always wanted to do that. Conan would be the one person who would let me do that. <laughs> yeah. I think they would be totally fine with me. And they also, those crowds are just a little more into weirder experimental yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Conan would definitely be the place. Conan let, like, what, Tignataro just scoot the mic stand across the stage. Remember that? That was so weird. Yeah, freaking uh, John Doerr going coming out. Right, of the- that's a perfect example. Yeah, God, that was brilliant. Yeah, and uh, Rory. Uh huh. And boy, has he been doing well lately? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, look over my notes here. So we talked about the roast battle half hour. Your album, which is available everywhere, it gets played on. Um, on Spotify, yeah. satellite radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're one of the comics that doesn't host a podcast. Yeah. I'm just lazy. <laughs> you're just lazy? I have my, I do my website. I figure that's my weekly content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. Still going. And that, Still that's going, that's amazingly. You, the Monday Punday app. Yeah, I guess the app it's is not new. Yeah, it was built by uh, 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 I'll call him a friend now, uh, Brandon Minnick, who was just a guy who who did the website, who, who used the website, and it was very enthusiastic about it. And a brilliant programmer and a very wonderful person said, "Hey, uh, just for fun, I designed this app. Can I launch it?" That's and how it happened. It's, it's yeah, and it has so I and I'm not taking credit for this. The app has perfect ratings. It usually it's like five or four point nine on all of the stuff yeah. uh, because he, he designed it so well, and it just pulls from my website and creates databases. And um, yeah, it's really it's really cool. He uh, it's I I really enjoy the app because it just it has so much functionality. You can store, you can surf through it better. Because I designed the website, so it's just not good. <laughs> um, but at least, at least the functionality of it and uh, yeah, the app's a great way to go. How consistent are you putting out? Still, every Monday, still every Monday, every Monday. Trying not to. I have no idea when I'll run out. It always feels soon. It feels sooner than ever. Uh-huh. I have like the next three weeks planned, and I have okay. no idea. I have a couple ideas. I I can't imagine I'll, I'll be doing it for another more than another year because hmm. the well is dry. But I ha- I did launch a sister series on. Uh, I haven't built a website yet, but I launched it on the on the Monday Punday Facebook page, and people seem to respond to that. Okay. That was a, it was similar puzzles, but instead of puns, anagrams. So oh. and people people I, I enjoy those. 
very much solving puzzles like that. So I might launch if, if I run out of puns, I might just start doing uh, anagrams instead. Okay. So they're, they're, it's hard to explain how they work, but um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Monday Pun Day, and you can see the Imger album. Okay. Um, and then we uh, talked a little bit briefly because I thought it was so cool of all the little sculpies. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been very into that lately. I have a good space to work right now, and I've been traveling, trying to traveling with stuff. No, I can't travel with it because it counts as a liquid jelly aerosol. I brought it on a plane before, and they'll they'll like inspect it, oh. and also the, it's so fragile. And now I work so much more detailed, so I use armature. I use a lot of tools because I try to do my own characters now. I've kind of grown tired of like replicating things. And with replication, you can fail. You can replication like you made Mewtwo, but his legs are too long. If I'm making my own character, there's no failure. Right. Other than if it looks too much like something else. So I designed a couple of my own. I did a a dragon named Freck, who I love. Uh, (laughs) Kind of a bat, a bat eagle no bat raptor looking kind of thing named freck and i'm working on oh, it. i saw that one yeah. yeah yeah and i'm working on a it's a warrior otter named uh rollo i think is the name and hopefully that'll be done in the next month but um working on some character oh and i'm also working on um as with the design of our phone it's a it's a a female warrior kind of power ranger inspired black black uh base and then rainbow armor very cool yeah your girlfriend's view on your um, child childish hobby? She just doesn't like that it's messy and I don't clean up after it. <laughs> okay. But she thinks it's fine. Yeah, good. She's always like, she's just, it's. To, I just go, what do you think of this? She's like, it's great. It's all great. I have no critiques. I have no strong opinions. It's just like, and uh, it's good. for me. It's just completely for me. It's it's a very indulgent. It's not like Monday Pondy. I just need something in my life that I don't do for someone else. Because Monday Pondy, other people see it stand up. You know, other people see it with sculptures. I post it online, but I'm I'm the main consumer. I'm yep. the main. I, they sit on my shelves, and I look at them, and I play with them, and I name them, and I don't know what will ever come from that. But I hope nothing, because the second it becomes a job, I'll stop enjoying it yeah yeah i still think you there sh- it should be not I, I asked you last time about selling them and i know you don't want to do that mm-hmm. if but we can learn how to 3d prints or something. but maybe getting them into like some big fans hands or something that'd be like the ultimate well that did happen i sculpted bojack horseman very tall very detailed took a long time um and i was very happy with how it came out and the creator of the character the art designer for the show spacing on her name but she's i believe married to uh adam conover of adam is everything um she reached out to me because she saw it online and said uh i'm uh, you know thank you for making this you know is would could we have it and uh i said sure uh and it turned out their studio was a, a walking distance from where i was living in la so i brought it over and they gave me a tour and they set it down on the writer's room table and i i wow. believe it's still there yeah how cool is that? Yeah, so that's like one of the coolest things. And then I made a character from BoJack Horseman that I got, not BoJack Horseman, from Rick and Morty that I got to show to Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Um, I didn't offer it to them because I really was, a, it was Krampopolis <laughs> Michael, Krampopolis Michael. Uh, and that was, that's, I think, the, the best sculpt in terms of skill, the best sculpture I've ever made. You need to be turning this into uh, uh, a way to meet people from all your favorite things. Well, what I'm do tr- a Simpson? I don't know what else you. Well, you like, know what Simpsons, I'm going to do? Star Wars? Holy uh, shit! I'd I was be all over that. Outside, we were watching Futurama, and uh, my favorite show of all time is Adventure Time. And I would say maybe my number two or three show is Futurama. And um, uh, John DiMaggio, who is maybe my favorite voice actor, plays the voice of Bender yeah. and Jake the dog. So it's been done before at least visually a combination of jake and bender as one character but i'm working on that uh, sculpted and then i have uh, people in my life who know john dimaggio and i'd like to give it to him or at least tweet it at him yeah Um, yeah uh bender bender jake bender the dog i don't know gender j-e-n-d-e-r i don't know what did you call it jander bake yeah yeah that's super cool yeah Mm -hmm. i'm i'm 
I'm, I love the fan art type thing. I think that's really. I do. I follow. I, it's it's. I, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, and they're so toxic. And on Instagram, I follow a bunch of hashtags and artists for like Pokemon fan art and fake Pokemon and Power Rangers and Adventure Time fan art and Steven Universe fan art. And it's just so. It's crazy. You can use these apps to just see breathtaking works. You get to glimpse and tide. You get a glimpse at other people's like genius. Yes. And, and, and creativity. And you're like how how could you get there? And their skill. And it's you can. You can, I could scroll through it for hours, mm-hmm. and instead I'm reading horrible, political, divisive uh, arguments in the comment section. No shit. I completely agree. And that I just uh, started doing that uh, where you follow certain hashtags yeah, on Instagram. It it's so awesome. Gosh, so great. So awesome. I'm doing it for a... Um, Evoke, evoke vacation destination that I like. Yeah, I, I follow Jamaica, Negril Jamaica, Negril beaches. Or should I go? When people po- post pictures of what they're doing on vacation, I get to see them, and it's just like, oh. Should I go to uh, Jamaica? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You said you like smoking weed. Yeah. Oh, it's legal there. Uh, I, I, technically, I think there's you. Yes. I mean, it, <laughs> it is, but it's not. It's everywhere. There. It's. It's everywhere. Yeah. It is everywhere. Uh, and there's beaches and the weather and the food. Yes. My girlfriend and I need a, a getaway from New York, so. I recommend Jamaica. Mon. Are you selling anything at the show? I, I no. didn't see that last no night. No, nothing? Yeah, I just don't want to bring another bag. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Very enough. Very lazy. Fair enough. Is there anything else we should be mentioning? People got to keep an eye out for, obviously, come out here to the shows. We've got that promo code for the 1030 show Friday night. Fallon next week. Yeah, and then I have a show. I don't have a, a premiere date, but I'll, I'll know in the next month. For uh, I, I hosted an hour-long show on uh, HGTV. We went around the country visiting really crazy homes, people who, who choose to do very weird things with their homes. It's called Unreal Estate. And uh, I had a lot of fun making it, and I think I think it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, a series? No, just a one-hour special. Okay. Yeah. We did that in August. Is that going to lead to some more HGTV work? I don't know. Huh. That and the DIY channel are, like, two of my favorites. HGTV is so popular. Yeah. It's such a widely watched cable network. Uh-huh. I, I, the, when I first got the offer, I remember agents were like, we understand if you don't want to do this. I'm like, I am absolutely doing a show for HGTV. How could I say no to that experience? That's just too awesome. A lot of eyes on that. Yeah. And it, a lot of it, it's just on the background of a lot of dentists' office. So <laughs> it's not divisive. It's also not political. It's not. Yeah, it was, it was cool. You're right. It's something I, I like putting on. I'll search uh, tiny home. Mm-hmm. On like the you know, just uh, for TV shows, and that's what I'll put on like when I'm getting ready for bed. You know? Yeah, just because yeah, it's not it's not this side that side. It's just a little yeah, a little something. I might learn something. It's entertaining. I might Won't go. Cause Whoa, fights. that's cool. Won't cause fights on Thanksgiving. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not not that I know of. Well, thank you. This has thank been you great. So much. People uh, come out and see Matthew while he's here. It, it, who knows? It may be another three years. So get here while you can. At the second best club in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're like, wait, wait, it, 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 it just, it's a phenomenal club. It's, it's just so well run. <laughs> Keep it crispy. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs>